bring him in now. Indiana Pacers forward, Thad Young. Thad, how are you? I'm doing fine. How are you doing? Doing well. Thanks for joining us. Before we get to your team, I want to talk about this, the playoffs at this point, the conference finals right now. Some pretty good basketball going on. You got the Warriors and Rockets tied 2-2. Game 5 coming up on Thursday night. How do you see that series moving forward? Man, uh, I mean, that's that's a tough series, man. I mean, uh, everybody in the world essentially thinks that's really the championship game, but you know, the East is uh, is doing very, very well also. And I think it's, uh, it's going to be a really good championship series in the making. But uh, as of right now, between, you know, the Rockets and Golden State, uh, man, that's, that's probably one of the best series I've seen so far. Back and forth, a lot of action, a lot of John and going back and forth with each other. Yeah, that's what that's what it's all about. That's what I'm 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 interested in seeing how they how these next few games play out. How do you think they'll play out? Who do you think will win this series? Ah man, I mean it, it's tough <laughs> to say, man. I mean, you know, Golden State gave gave them a big punch and, and they came back and, and won, and then you know Houston gave them a punch and they came back and Golden State came back and won. So. I mean, we we both know that those are two very very good teams, man. But it, it, it's tough to say for me right now. Uh, I mean, you know, I, I, I like both teams. I think they're both built to beat each other, <laughs> beat up beat up on each other. And and you know, you know anybody's uh, more than capable of winning this series. Uh, I think Houston has proved that they can beat Golden State, and uh, they've shown it. You know, and and you know the games have been haven't, haven't really you know been. And too too split too far too far apart away from each other. For sure. So we look at the West. Obviously, that's highly competitive. And you look at the East. Same deal. Boston and Cleveland. You know a lot about that Cavalier team. That series tied two two. How do you see that thing playing out? Man, man. I mean, Boston. They had they had a they had a great chance of of you know. Taking care of business and and trying to you know go and uh and you know take them take them uh take them down in four or five games, but you know um, you know LeBron and, and that that Cavaliers team man they're very resilient and uh, they know how they have some vets that know how to get it going at, at the right time and won't uh you know so you know that's a that's a tough series to call too but I, you know um you know I'm I'm, I'm hoping Boston can pull it out you know uh okay. you know and uh but. You know it's gonna be tough. Brian, Brian is, you know, you know, arguably the best player in the world right now. So, um, you know, he's going, he's gonna take care of business and he's gonna to try to close those guys out. But, you know, um, you know, I, I don't, I don't, I don't see, it, I don't see it, uh, it being, being, uh, any, any blowouts for the last couple of games. I think it, it's gonna be a tough series to try to win for Brian. Why are you rooting for the Celtics? What, what, what makes you root for the Celtics? I mean, I, I like I like how hard they play. You know, um, I think they're you know with all those young guys, they you know they they go they get after it. You know, um, they're a really really um, resilient team. And uh, Brad's a you know a, a great coach. Not saying T. Lewis isn't a great coach also, but you know um, you know Brad has done you know probably the best job in the NBA as far as you know with the injuries of Gordon Hayward and and you know Kyrie going down of you know, making making that team continue to play and, and having them continue to believe in what they do, and uh, he's bringing those young guys along. Uh, I mean, he got you know Terry Rozier playing playing crazy out of his mind right now. Right. You know, Jason Tatum and 
you know, um, you know, uh, Jalen Brown, they've been playing great. And, uh, you know, Al Horford, he's doing what he does. And, and, you know, you have, uh, you know, um, the Morris twin, he's doing his thing. So, you know, you have a lot of great individual pieces that can go out there and score. And, you know, um, you know, everybody think that, you know, um, that they should, that they're not going to win. You know, and, you know, it's it, sometimes it's great to root for the underdog. <laughs> Sure, for sure. We're talking to Pacers forward Thad Young, and you guys, you know, you had the Pacers, not the Pacers, you had the Cavaliers kind of right where you wanted them at, at on some level. I mean, it was a close series. It was a tough series. Ultimately, it went seven, and ultimately, you guys were losing seven. But the big moment in that series, game five, you know, you had LeBron James with a big block. On Oladipo, which was later called a gold ten, and then you had LeBron with the buzzer beater. Describe that whole moment. I mean, obviously you were right in the moment of that buzzer beater, but that whole sequence with the 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 gold ten that should have been called a gold ten and the buzzer beater by LeBron. Uh, well, you know, like one. Well, the first thing is, you know, the refs aren't perfect, so they're not going to get every call right. Uh, you know, which we, we did think that, you know, um, it should have been reviewed. Uh, and we think we should have did a better job of forcing them to review it, uh, throughout the course of the series. You know, every time, you know, uh, guys were getting tired, they would review everything and stuff like that. So we wanted to make sure that we actually got a chance to review it, but we didn't. And now we're trying to, you know, we were trying to get, get that situation. You know, it's just, it's just a situation to where, you know, you, you know, you look back at it and you're like, ah, we should have got this. But, um, you know, and, and the, the shot LeBron hit, I mean, I think me personally, I, I should have continued to keep him going to his right. We, uh, you know, he, 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 uh, he likes to shoot jumpers going left. You know, he got the, the quick step on me because, uh, Kyle Corver came across the screen. And, uh, you know, when, when that, when you get a, a, he gets a bit of separation and you're not into his body. You know, LeBron's gonna make plays, and he he made a he made a great play. You know, on a pull up jumper, going left to to his spot where he likes to go. Is this the best you've seen out of LeBron? Yes, <laughs> yes, of course, of course. This is this is definitely the best I've seen. Uh, you know, uh, me and uh, Rich Paul, his agent is uh is pretty good friends, and, and you know, uh, we I text him. I said, I said, uh, I said so he. He's just gonna play out of his mind right now, right? <laughs> and uh, you know, he, and you know, we understand that you know he's chasing chasing greatness right now. He, he's continuing to you know, play play for you know championships and 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 trying to break records each and every game. He steps out there. And he he's been doing it. You know, um, he has a. I think he's he's really really refocused himself and, and concentrated on just bringing that team along. I mean, he doesn't have the best talent around him. This is not the better Cleveland team that he's had, but he's bringing them along with his leadership and, and his, his will and determination. And, yeah, I, I, can, I will say that this is the best I've seen him play. So let me ask you this. Coming into this season, no one expected the Indiana Pacers to win 48 games like you guys did. I mean, you guys surprised a lot of people. When did you realize or when did you – see that this team could possibly be a solid team? Uh, I mean, I told I told everybody, uh, you know, usually teams get together before training camp. They come in in September and August and work out and stuff like that. We all, you know, came in around probably, I'd say, August 15th, August 18th, something like that. 
and um, you know, we we always training together and working out together and uh, playing. You know, and and I remember walking into into one of them situations to um, where we was having a meeting. You know, I was talking with coach and some of the other coaches, and I told her, I said, man, we're gonna be pretty good. <laughs> And I and I told our I told our GM and president, I said I said man I, I said the pieces that we have if we play together and we we don't get tired of the process, you, you have sometimes you you have players you know you, they get tired of coming in each and every day and doing the same thing, but the but sometimes you know the repetitive nature it helps you win games, and you know if we don't get tired of doing the same repetitive nature and repetitive thing each and every day. And we we understand that we have to go through a process in order to win games. Then we're gonna we're gonna win a lot of games, and that's exactly what happened. You know, I remember walking into a huddle, we were bringing it in, and I you know I said, look, this is not a rebuild situation. I said we're just I said everybody looking at this as a rebuild. We're not gonna win games. We don't have enough talent. You know, I said this is what this is what it's gonna be. I said we're this is not a rebuild situation. We're just reloading the clip, and that's exactly what we're doing. Yeah, we had just came off what a forty two win season and came back and got a forty eight win season. So, you know, I am very happy that, you know, we stepped out and did what we were supposed to do. You know, and now it's just building from here. We're talking to Pacers forward Thad Young. So in terms of building from here, I mean, you look at Victor Oladipo and he had a huge year for you guys. He played like a star in the playoffs. Did you expect Oladipo to have such a big season for you guys? I mean Obviously, coming into this year, a lot of people looked at that Paul George trade and said, well, why did the Pacers do that particular deal? But we saw why the Pacers may have done that deal, because Oladipo was big time for you guys. Did you expect Oladipo to have such a big season? Uh, I I, will say this. Um, The surprise to me was uh, Domas, was uh, Sabonis. Okay. That was a surprise. Um, Vic, uh, from playing against him in Orlando and, you know, with OKC, i seen, you know, flashes of what he can do. You know, his time in Orlando was up and down, of course. You know, summertime he came off the bench, summertime he started. And, uh, you know, he was coming off and dropping 20, <laughs> 18, 20 points. Like, it was, it was nothing. <laughs> and mm-hmm. and I was like, yeah, he's going to be really good. And so I, I kind of already knew. You know, but he shot the ball much better than I thought it, I thought he would. But uh, Domas, he really took his game to another level from his first year playing at OKC. You know, um, you know, he he really did a great job of going out there and just helping us win games, just doing his part, rebounding the basketball, posting guys up, knocking down a few jumpers, and uh, just moving um, the ball and getting us into certain situations to where he can make you know passes out the back doors and. and Pass to cut cutters and stuff like that. He just made. He, he knows how to play. He played. He played the game. He played the game the right way. And uh, you know, we we depended on Victor to do a lot of scoring, and and that's exactly what he did. You know, sometimes I had to get on his case and uh, tell him like, look, you know, we got here. We got here on your shoulders. Like, you shoot the basketball. Stop playing around. <laughs> and uh, he takes it and he, and he goes. And I think that's the biggest thing. They both listen. As young guys, they both listen. They both you know are. are are interested in learning how to play each and every day, and they come to work each and every day. So what's the next step for you guys? I mean, do you feel like you guys can take that next step? And I would assume the next step is a, a long, deep playoff run. Well, you know, next step, uh, next step right now is uh, just figuring out, uh, 
know, obviously I have a player option situation, so mm-hmm. figuring that situation out for me. And then, um, you know, um, figuring out, you know, what pieces that we need to go forward. Um, me personally, I, you know, I, I think we um, we might need a we, – we definitely need another shooter, another uh, 3 and D guy. And then, um, you know, um, potentially going forward, and I know um, we have to figure out how we can get uh, Domas some more minutes. So, you know, um, and I think it's just about getting in the gym and just continue to work and build on what we have. You know, um, guys are going to take, you know, uh, new leaps next year. You know, Miles, Domas, Dick. You know, um, guys are going to continue to get better, and we're going to continue to get better as a team. And, you know, um, like I said, we just have to figure out certain situations right now. So, ultimately, it's up to you to determine what you're going to do moving forward. You have the player option, as you mentioned. You have until the end of June to make that decision. Have you made that decision? Are you leaning any which way? (laughs) Well, um, you know, I have been told that, you know, they would like me to come back and, you know, pick up my player option and, and, uh, and, you know, I, I would like to be back and, uh, and play, you know, but at the end of the day, um, in a business situation, you know, sometimes you, you have to figure out what's best for you and your, your family. And I'm not leaning towards any certain way or anything like that, but, you know, um, you know, my team, or my agent and my business manager, you know, they had some discussions with uh, uh, KP and Chad and and uh, trying to, you know, figure out a situation to where I can come back and be there beyond, you know, um, just this next year. And, uh, okay. you know, as of right now, you know, um, nothing has been offered or nothing has been even discussed. Um, you know, um, we, we haven't even got past step one yet. So... <laughs> Okay. You know, as of right now, you know, um, you know, I, I know they 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 want me to pick up a player option and and try to take it from there and see how we can go throughout this season. But you know, um, you know, I, if I'm going to be there past this season, then I would like to I would like to know that. So okay, <laughs> but as of right now, you know, nothing has been uh, discussed as far as the extension or anything like that. You know, right now it's just step one and and going from there. We're talking to Pacers forward Thad Young. So you spent your first seven years in Philadelphia. You were a part of the process on some level in Philly. Sam Hinkie came into Philly, and he pretty much set the team up to lose, essentially. Did you realize that, you know, during that time, during your time under the process? I mean, I, I mean – I knew it was a tank situation, but, you know, at the end of the day, I went out there and played as hard as I could, uh, you know, and, and continued to come in and, and do the work and try to help show the young guys that, you know, this is what you need to do in order to stay around this league and stick around this league. You know, um, you know of course, I knew I was going out there with a, <laughs> taking a knife to a gunfight, but, you know, <laughs> at the end of the day, you know, um, you know, those players who I played with uh, that my last year in Philly, they all came to work each and every day. They all played hard, and they all got better as individuals, and they all continued to try to play, you know, throughout the, the circumstance uh, or anything that was going on. And we didn't let, you know, the, the tank situation or the process or anything like that deter us from what we were trying to do as individuals and trying to do as a team. Uh, I played, you know, for Brett. You know, Brett, he, he helped through that situation. Coach Pierce. 
uh, who's now, you know, up for a head coaching job. So, you know, um, you know, they, those guys were, you know, great as far as coming in and working each and everything, helping us get through it. Uh, you know, me personally, you know, uh, the process, I didn't really believe in it. That's why I went out and played hard because I could have camped. I could have camped out and said, you know what, I'm packing it in. But, you know, that's not who I am as a player. You know, I'm, I'm a guy who's going to go out there and try to perform to the best of my ability each and every night and do exactly what I need to do as a player. Now, Coach Lloyd, uh, Lloyd Pierce, he's the head coach now with the Atlanta Hawks. So, you yeah. were a good soldier during that whole time. But was it frustrating? I mean, was, was it tough sometimes to get up for these games? Uh, I mean, you know, it, it, it was, you know, but at the end of the day, you have, when you're in a situation like that and you know that, you know, it's a potential that you can be out of there, you know, the following year or, or you're going to be out of there the following year, then you look at it as, um, you start to try to look at it as it's an audition for, you know, all other teams. And so you go out there and, you know, try to, you know, help your team win games, but in the process, you know, show that, you know, you can be a valuable piece and going forward with another team also. Has the process worked on some level? <laughs> I mean, I mean, you know, they they reap the benefits now. Like, you know, three or four years down the line, they're winning games. Uh, they won what fifty plus games this year, and uh, yeah. were able to get to get to the playoffs and get to the second round. So, you know, they've done a, a great job. You know, of going out there and and you know making it work and, and figuring it out now. You know, but uh, <laughs> you know, at the end of the day, at some point, everything, every bad thing has to get good, right? <laughs> For sure. <laughs> so let me ask you this. The 2012 season in Philadelphia, a good year for you guys. You beat the Bulls in round one. You take the Celtics to seven games in the second round before losing. You had Drew Holiday. You had Lou Williams. You had yourself. You had Iguodala. Ultimately, that team was broken up with the Andrew Bynum trade. Do you feel like if that team could have stayed together, that you guys could have had a lot of success moving forward. Uh, yeah, for sure. I mean, I, I think I think for sure we could have. Um, you know, with the guys that you know, all the guys are doing very well in other places now. So you, you know, you have you know uh, Andre Godal who's doing very very extremely well with Golden State. You have a Drew Holiday who's doing well with the Pelicans now, and uh, have you know me you know playing with Indiana, we've done well as a team and, and I've, you know, done well as an individual player. And uh you have Evan, you know, he's going out there with Portland, he's right. doing very well. Um, you know, and you know, you have key pieces to that team that's done very, very well around the league and, you know, who's to say if we all came was was still together, you know, we wouldn't be in a situation right now where we're playing for uh Eastern Conference championship or anything like that. So you know, um, you know, I think we could have, you know, but at the end of the day, you know, they, they made certain moves and certain decisions to where, you know, they figured that, you know, they, they would want to, you know, try to make the team younger and, and, and better in, in years to come as opposed to going with building on what we had right there and there. Now, you look at that following year, you made that Andrew Bynum trade, and I'm a Sixers fan, and, and from the outside looking in, that was a strange situation. I mean, I kept waiting, just like every other Sixer fan, for Andrew Bynum to step onto the court. I kept waiting. I kept hoping. 
Might even said a prayer. But it didn't happen. We, we did, um, too. <laughs> how strange was that situation? I mean, it was very strange. You know, but we understood, you know, usually with big guys, you know, their 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 knees and their feet, they they go first, right? So, you know, we understood that it was a situation, you know, um, that, you know, he was out he was injured and, and you know, he wasn't gonna play until he was completely healed or one hundred percent. You know, it doesn't make sense to run out there and re injure yourself and then you're sitting out longer. You know, um, and it was just that situation, you know, uh, but you know, we 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 still went out there and we played, you know, and we we tried to go out there and win the game. You know, it was just hard without the big fella uh, being out there. He practiced with us a few times, and we were, we were like blown away <laughs> and thinking that, thinking that he was gonna come and, and be able to play at least you know ten fifteen games. But you know um, you know it, I think personally if he played you know anywhere from fifteen to twenty games, you know you know we'd be in the playoffs that year. You know, but. Um, you know, he, he, he didn't play. You know, he re-injured himself uh, a couple of times throughout the year, and, and it just didn't work out. But, you know, if he would have played, then things would have been completely different, and it would have been a you know, much better season. Um, you know, we know he'd had a great season. We've been throwing the ball to him the whole game. <laughs> you know, but, uh, you know, it would it, have been, been completely different, and, you know, things probably could have changed as far as, you know, them making certain moves that they did. Going back to you now, I saw this stat. You became the fifth player to play in at least 800 games, have career averages of 13.5 points per game, 5.9 rebounds per game, and 1.4 steals per game while shooting at least 49% from the field and 30% from three-point land. The only four other players to do that, Jordan, Magic Johnson, Bird, LeBron James, you're in a special class. I mean, yeah, but you know, uh, I don't, I don't really look at stats or anything like that. I really don't think. I just, I just want to continue to play, try to win games, and play as long as I can. I'm, I'm very, very, you know, it's not about the points, the rebounds, and the assists, and anything to me. It's about winning, and you know, being able to, you know, sustain for a long period of time. And I think I've done that, you know, going forward. You know, um, you know, 800 games, 800 plus games is, is a lot of games. <laughs> you know, um, it's a lot of it's a lot of guys that can't really say that. You know, um, you know, and I'm very, very happy and blessed that, that I have been able to play, you know, 800 plus games and you know, and able to continue to go forward with playing more games and feeling great and healthy. You know, um, you know, and, and the biggest thing, you know, I just want to be a. I don't, I don't like being injured. Nobody likes to be injured or anything like that. And you know, I. I want to be out there on the court as much as possible and be there for my teammates. I think that's the biggest thing. You know, I think that's what's kind of helped me continue to go forward. You know, me, you know, not giving up on my teammates and always being there for them and being able to just go out there and go to work each every day and be able to play this game. And I look at you, and I look at ten years in the league. It, I, I, it's surprising that you've been around that long. I mean, nothing to get your talent. I'm just saying in general, I didn't realize that Thad Young has been in the league almost 10 years. 10 years. I mean, that's a long time. That's something to be proud of. Yeah, uh, yeah. Well, I, well, I just completed my 11th season, so, <laughs> you know, but, uh, but yeah, I mean, it's a lot of people, they, they're like, how many years How many years you been in? They, they're like, uh, four, five, I'm like, oh, this is my 11th season. They're like, man, 
serious? They were like, man, like it seems just like yesterday. <laughs> and I'm like, I'm like, yeah, it seems like yesterday too. It went by fast, you know. But at the end of the day, you know, like I said, it, it, it's about you know longevity and you know, continue to stay the course and continue to be consistent. And I think that's what I've done throughout the course of my career: just continue to be consistent, continue to be straightforward, and you know, um, you know, giving teams a uh, you know. Um, you know, a positive vibe and knowing that, you know, I'm going to be there regardless or, you know, I'm going to go out there and do my job and you know what you're going to get from me on a, on a nightly and consistent basis. you got a basketball camp coming up in July. Tell us about it. Yeah, I have a, um, a basketball camp in July. It's uh, July 9th through the 13th. It's in Memphis, Tennessee. It's at my old high school, middle high school, uh, from 8 to 1 for kids in the age range of uh, 8 to 17. And, uh, you know, it, it gives them a chance to come out and hang out with me and some uh, some other people that, you know, from the Memphis area, uh, other guys that potentially, you know, you know uh, could be pros and stuff like that from you know, um, the surrounding area. And, and uh, you know, it, it gives them a chance to come up and be able to, you know, learn the skill of basketball while, you know, getting some, some pushing in the classroom also. You know, we have uh, ACT prep and uh, different tutors and people that come come out and, you know, help teach certain skills and life skills and stuff like that. You know, um, you know and it's in, you know, it's uh, in conjunction with, uh, you know, um, Shelby County School System. So, you know, I'm working with the school system also. And it, it, it's huge because, you know, um, you know, I'm giving back to the community. The school system is. And it's a, a free basketball camp. Good. That sounds good. You can't beat that. You can't be free. You cannot be free. <laughs> so that's definitely a good thing. That is for sure. That you've got going on. So the website, thadyoung.com. That's thadyoung.com. So you can go there and see some of the great things going on with Thaddeus Young. Let me ask you this before we get out of here. Going back to LeBron James for a moment, Lance Stevenson, you know, some of the things, you know, we, we see it over the years blowing in LeBron's ear. And this year, some of the things that he did with LeBron. I mean, what's your thoughts on that? I mean, to me, I like it because you got a guy in Lance Stevenson. We know Lance Stevenson is not as talented as LeBron James, but there's a lot of people that are not as talented as LeBron James. But I like how he, you know, does some of the things that he does and how he tries to get LeBron James's head. How do you guys view it? Uh, I mean, we view it as Lance being Lance. It's not just LeBron. He does that to everybody. <laughs> you know, so even, I mean, even, you know, guys, when we come back and play in the summer, he's doing that to guys out there on the court in the summer. <laughs> so, you know, he's he just, you know, being himself and going out there and just playing basketball, how he knows how to play basketball. You know, um, you know I think he's uh, he's done a great job of it. <laughs> you know, because, um, you know, there's been a few times where I've seen him, you know, have LeBron kind of rattled and, and you know, set with him and stuff like that, uh, where LeBron's pushing him and, and Lance is flopping and getting, uh, you know, technical fouls called on him and stuff like that. You know, but, uh, you know, it, it, it's great to have a guy like that on your team because he, he brings he brings a lot of value, you know, and, and with getting in guys' head and he has a ability to go out there, you know, and make plays also. You know, Lance is a, a hell of a passer, can score the basketball, and, you know, you know, when he wants to, he can really play defense. You know, and uh, uh, you know, as far as him, you know, going out there and playing against LeBron, you know, he's one of the few guys I've seen getting his head. 
it's 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 fun to watch. It is definitely fun to watch. So no, it's definitely it's definitely fun to watch. It's a, it's a it's a story within itself. <laughs> yeah, for sure. <laughs> So fans, make sure you hit this man up on Twitter at YoungSmooth21, YoungSmooth21. Go to the website, ThadYoung.com. Support all the great things going on with Pacers Forward, Thad Young. Thad, absolute pleasure talking to you, man. Wish you nothing but the best of luck moving forward. We'd love to do it again. Yes, sir. No problem. Anytime. Take care of yourself. All right. Yes, sir. You too.